is everybody in is everybody in the podcast is about to begin graveyard grumbler podcast hello everyone and welcome to episode 62 of the graveyard grumbler podcast i am your host tina romero jr aka the graveyard grumbler today's episode before we get into today's episode i do want to send or give my apologies i am dealing with a head cold so i do sound a little bit congested I, I do apologize if, if it's really noticeable. I'm trying really hard not to sound congested. <laughs> no, no, it's not the Rona. So I'm still going to be here. Don't worry about it. So today's episode, this episode, I actually had a different episode planned. However, I was watching Godzilla versus Kong last night. Where, I mean, spoil alert. I'm not going to spoil alert, but I just felt like that movie could be so much better. It was, it was, it was a fucking lame ass ending, but that movie inspired me to start doing research for another episode. However, when I started getting into it, I'm like, fuck, I've already gone too far. I might as well just finish this uh, this research and get into the and put, and put out the episode today. So today's episode is going to be about uh, hollow earth. Yes, yes, I said hollow earth. So sit down, get your reading glasses, get your your smart books out and give every give everything you can to not laugh at the bullshit that I'm going to I'm, I'm going to put out to you. I, OK, here's a disclaimer. I am going to do my best to try to get through this entire episode and say and pronounce and act like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. However, you're, you're dealing with the grumbler here with just a, a GED, which is a good enough diploma. And I, I'm not I'm not a, a learned man when it comes to all these math magician words and all this other stuff. So I will do my best to make it seem like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and if somebody does know what the fuck all this means, feel free to message me and, and educate me because I'll be more than happy to learn and and know what all this shit means. I have a, a base, a general base on on what everything meant. You know, it took me a long time to to do all the research last night and most of this morning. So I I, I, I Google a lot of words, Google a lot of meanings, and I, I kind of got a little brief uh, education on on the whole deal. So without further ado, I hate fucking saying that. I apologize. I did not mean to say I, I did not mean to say without further ado. So many people say that shit and I'm not going to be one of them. So without any delays, let's get into episode 62 and the hollow earth. What is the conspiracy? Now, I didn't even know that this was a conspiracy until I saw that the whole Godzilla versus Kong and going traveling to the core of the earth and spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the hollow the Kong yet, I, I, I didn't realize it, but you, the, never mind the, the, the term, no spoiler alert. So the term hollow earth pops up in Godzilla versus Kong and it had me wondering because I've heard it before. And I've, I've heard the conspiracy along with other conspiracies that, you know, just a few conspiracies that, that have to deal with Earth is that we we live in a dome, we're flat Earth, there's a hollow Earth, <laughs> although it'd be fucking great if flat Earthers and hollow Earthers got together and tried to discuss that one, wouldn't it? <laughs> so what is conspiracy? Hollow Earth is a concept proposing that planet Earth is entirely hollow or contains a substantial interior space. Notably suggested by Edmund Haley in the late 17th century, the notion was disproved, first tentatively by Pierre Bourgeois in 1740 then definitely or then de definitively by charles hutton in his skillion sh sh <laughs> experiment around 1774 so I, I i'm not i'm not sure how and why they decided that hey you know let's talking about the, the the hollow earth is a great idea but if you actually think 
about it. People consider the earth as a ball, right? Right. Except for the flat earthers. Flat earthers, you know, pictured as a CD, you know, some sort of, you know, something similar to that. So with most, with most cases, people think that the, well, I wouldn't say, I mean, there, there's still a, a pretty decent amount of people who believe that now, but especially in the early times when we didn't have the advanced technologies that we have now, people pictured that the earth is similar to a ball, you know, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, a few seconds ago, and what's in the center of earth? Air, right? There's nothing in the in the core, of, there's no core of the earth. For a lot of people who think differently, you know, like, yo, that, that can't be, you know, it, it, we're just too massive for us not to have a core, to have not, for us not to have a solid middle. However, other people say that that all the all the 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 exterior is the is the shell and everything that we have going on now, which is protective and keeps us stable, so we don't have so you know in turn making it that we have a a hollowed out center pretty much, huh? Kind of like you know the theory that I that that I believe or that I I want to uh, relate it to is is like a lot of the politicians, you know, they their their head is round, they have something there, but in the middle is completely hollow and incapable of actually forming, you know, uh, <laughs> intelligent thoughts. <laughs> There's a little shot at, at politicians right there. Hopefully I don't have any politicians <laughs> listening to the podcast. If I do, hey, hit me up. Well, we'll, we'll get you on the show and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it, okay? It was still occasionally defended through the mid-19th century, notably by John Cleves Sim, Sims Jr. The, and Jeremiah N. Reynolds, but by this time it was part of the popular pseudoscience and no longer a scientifically viable hypothesis. So they, you know, you're, you're always gonna you're, you're always gonna have that that group of people who who hold on to an idea or hear an idea and hold on to it. I mean, they they even have cult followings. They have people ready to die for for what their beliefs are in. You know, here we have, uh, you know, there, there's people who 1,000% one, 1, are one, you know, sure that dinosaurs never existed, even though we have fucking bones and other things proving that we, we've had, we had prehistoric animals that were fucking huge, you know, and one of the best cases, I mean, we have oil. Oil is made from, from the remains of dinosaurs. Yes, I know it, it's not only dinosaurs that, that is the, is the fossil fuel. But it's not called fossil fuel for no reason. You know, there, there's other, of course, there's other uh, things that, that contribute to the, the creation of, of oil. However, one of the most important things or one of the main ingredients is fossil fuel, which are dinosaurs. But I mean, if you don't believe me, look it up. Look up dinosaurs aren't real conspiracy and you will have a whole shitload of threads popping up on, on the Internet. It was crazy when I first heard about it. And I mean, just like flat earth, flat earthers believe that the earth is flat and they cannot be swayed differently from from their belief you know i'm not saying that they're willing to die for it or you know they're gonna go over the edge <laughs> i'm sorry I, that was such a corny joke but yeah i'm straying away from from the facts but i mean from from what i'm talking about but no matter what you're always going to have a group of people that's going to believe something that they feel or they can relate to uh or and they're they're going to hold on to it until until regardless if they're proven wrong, they're still going to hold on to it and believe that whatever way that they were proven wrong is fake. You know, it's it's false. So when instead of telling them, all right, hey, it's complete bullshit. You know, let, let's just let's just give you into pseudoscience where you know people think that it's science, but it it really isn't. <laughs> so we'll let you have your cake and eat it too, pretty much. All right. So in ancient times, the concept of subterranean land inside the earth appeared in mythology, folklore, and legends. What's difficult is that a lot of people, 
I mean, I'm not going to take my, you know, my, I'm not going to take myself out of this equation. Although I don't believe that there is a hollow earth. I, I don't believe in that at, at all. But when you read early, early uh, notes and, and papers or scrolls or, you know, cement blocks that were, <laughs> that were, that were written back in the early times, there, there have been like in Greek mythology and let me see what else did I say? Folklore, mythology, and legends. It, 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 there, there's somewhere, somehow, somebody decided that this was a viable statement for them to make. So what I think ended up was that is that some explorer went down into an, a, an undiscovered cave and just kept walking and walking and walking. And what what maybe could have been, uh, we'll say, you know, about 15, 20 minutes of walking. In their mind, they ventured into the center of the earth for them, not knowing exactly how deep and how how long natural, uh, you know, burrows or or tunnels or caves can be formed from the, naturally through the earth. Does that mean that hey, you're walking directly into the core and you look around and it's completely hollow? Absolutely not. But with the level of education and knowledge from early time of man or humans, I'm not going to say man, but early early times of humans up to now the 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 knowledge and education and technology is just outrageous i mean you have i mean we can pretty much make i mean we we make self-driving cars with tesla for fuck's sakes we have a computer that's on a speaker connected to whatever it's connected to and all you have to say is alexa turn on the lights and that fucking lights turn on you know and from back then when you're striking two rocks together in a stick trying to create fire it is like leaps and bounds and and just it's crazy it's crazy so what my belief is is that the early explorers were walking into natural formed caves and a lot of them were, were so deep that they felt or thought or believed that they're in the fucking center of the earth and if the if the cave around them is hollow and they don't have any other reason to believe differently, that's what they're going to write about. And we're going to have, you know, from years and years and years and centuries and, you know, millenniums and all this other shit, we're going to have the result of that discovery. That's what I think it is. The idea of subterranean realm seemed arguable and became intertwined with the concept of places of origin or afterlife, such as the Greek underworld, the Nordic, holy shit, the Nordic Sol, Sartalfalheimer, the Christian hell and the Jewish shoal. What a lot of belief is that if you ventured that far into the earth or what's in the hollow earth, you know, in, in this, in this case, or in this topic, pretty much is that you, if, if you're in that deep, you're pretty much in hell. And, and those are all different words from different underworlds. Pretty much. It's not going to be anything, you know, candy latent and you're not going to go into the, the walls of, <laughs> or the depths of heaven going down, going down yonder. So a lot of times, they believe that that's where that's where the inferno was. That's where hell was, and that's that nobody wanted to really do any more investigation because religion. Think about it. Religion overpowered science for so long. I mean, if if it was written in the Bible or or, or anything that was written by holy men or preached by somebody, everyone would believe it because at that I mean at, at that time that was their only source of education. And if you went against what the religious beliefs were, then you're the devil, you're Satan, you're you're a witch, and whatever whatever case that they did to mark you negative. So when someone says, yeah, you know, the, the, the center of the earth is hollow because that's where hell is at. That's the underworld. No one's going to argue that. No one's going to argue against the holy rollers and say, yo, you're bullshit because why? 
nobody knew any any different. You know, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that it's it, it's it's wrong. I'm not saying that it's good. It's just that's the way it was back in the time for several 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 hundred years. It, it's insane. It blows my mind. In Celtic mythology, there is a legend of a cave called Crutshan, also known as Ireland's Gate to Hell, a mythical and ancient cave from which, according to legend, strange creatures would emerge and be seen on the surface of Earth. So this is where I this is one one of the things that that really interested me. A lot of things that I've read here uh, with this topic is that people believe not I mean even now this this isn't even just back in the old days people now even believe that the earth is hollow and that's where we get a lot of strange weird undiscovered creatures which I mean that could possibly be it but I don't think that they're coming from the core from the hallowed earth or the hollowed earth there's no a there's only an o a lot of people have claimed to see creatures emerge from the depths of the of the hollowed out center. What I mean, what kind of creatures did, did, did they see in order to come out with this conclusion? You know, that's my that's my curiosity. I tried to look, but there wasn't really any description on on what exactly uh, came out from from the core of the earth or from the hollowed center of the earth. You know, I I I, I wonder, but a lot of people have have assumptions, and a lot of people have theories on what came out of the hollowed earth. Let's find out what the fuck they are. What do people think is in there? What do people think is in the hollowed out earth? What, you know what? No, oh, here we go. Ancient astronaut writer Peter Colosimo claimed a robot was seen entering a tunnel below a monastery in Mongolia. Colosimo also claimed a light was seen from underground in an Azerbaijan, in, <laughs> from underground in, in, Azer, in Azerbaijan. So, this guy, whoever this, whoever this, whoever homeboy is, uh, Peter Colisimo, he claimed that he saw a, a robot, a fucking robot walking in and out of a tunnel going leading into the hollowed earth. What do you think is down there? I, I don't know. I, don't, I can't get behind robots or other or other things that that can be in there. I just it just doesn't make any sense to me. But again, some of these some of these people back in the old, you know, 1700, 16, 14, 13, back in the beginning of time, didn't really have a good grasp on on exactly what to believe but where in the fuck would a robot come you know come into play why would somebody think that a robot and i didn't i should i didn't even look at the date when this fool claimed this shit that that's the crazy thing okay right, let's let's see let's see what else, let's see what else this guy says so colosimo and other ancient astronaut writers such as robert charu or caru linked these activities to ufo so these two ancient astronaut i don't even know what an ancient astronaut writer is i don't know what what ancient astronaut writer means but these two individuals feel that ufos or aliens are the ones living into in the hollow core or our hollowed center of the earth you see and before i started before i decided to do this episode i actually read and heard and and talked to people who believe wholeheartedly that we have aliens living in the core of of the earth that is one explanation or that is one reason why people claim to never see ufos drop out of the sky that they usually see they usually see them close hovering over the ground that's because they're staying close to to where they exit into the hollow from the hollowed earth i don't i don't agree <laughs> i don't think that i i can get down with with aliens living in the hollowed earth i mean i'm all for for us having aliens here on earth i 100 believe that aliens have visited us once or twice a few thousand times throughout the course of, of of our existence do i believe that we still you know i mean for all of my listeners you do you remember the reptilian shapeshifter uh episode that i that i that i did 
and then also Marines on Mars. I mean, there's so many people that claim that there are a life or a more a higher life form or different life forms that are that have been visited here on Earth and that people have seen. But to, for them to to live in the hollowed out Earth and and have UFOs, I mean, is it believable? Do you do you believe it? I don't believe it. But I mean, what's the possibility? Think about it. Think how how huge the Earth is. And if aliens had their entire ecosystem or their entire way of living, their their entire society down into the hollowed Earth, is it big enough to sustain and house such crazy, such crazy buildings and infrastructures and and aerial machines? Is it? Yes or no? Let me know. Graveyard Grumbler podcast on Instagram, Graveyard Grumbler podcast on Podbean, or graveyardgrumbler at mail.com. I am curious to know what it is. It, damn, holy shit. Boy, I tell you. All right, where are we at? Where are we at? A book by Dr. Raymond Bernard, which appeared in 1964, The Hollow Earth, exemplifies the idea of UFOs coming from inside the Earth and adds the idea that the Ring Nebula proves the existence of hollow world, as well as speculation on the fate of Atlantis and the origin of flying saucers. So Dr. Raymond Bernard from uh, 1964 claims that the hollow Earth is is the reason why Atlantis is no longer around but if 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 what he's saying is true then that means that Atlantis would have been let me see Atlantis would have been somewhere around close but how 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 would the hollow earth swallow up Atlantis and that means the part of that ocean or part of that area would just be completely gone and not filled but then that wouldn't then that would make that wouldn't make any sense as well I mean either because if if the Atlantis disappeared because of the hollowed Earth, then the hollowed Earth would have been filled up with with the ocean water, right? And we wouldn't have any oceans on the surface. At least that's my that's my that's the way I think about it, you know. And then the fate of Atlantis and the origin of flying saucers. So Homeboy thinks that flying saucers came from the hollowed Earth. So does that mean that they're a, a deformed version? The aliens are devo- are deformed prehistoric version or more advanced version of us? Because, I mean, if they're here on Earth, then they're considered Earthlings, correct? If they're from Mars, wouldn't they be Marslings? <laughs> so what, what, I, what I'm trying to figure out is how, how, do, these, how, do, how do these individuals, how did Mr. Uh, Robert Bernard, or Raymond Bernard, sorry, give explanation? I guess I should, I should read his book or, or try to find a highlighted version of his book to what, where he believes that the flying saucers come, you know, originated from. I, I don't think that that the flying saucers were originated from the hollow earth. It just it's, it's not it's not plausible. It's not something that I can I can stand behind. But that is a belief. That is a theory that people believe that aliens and other creatures live in the hollowed earth. So which one is it? Do we have creatures? Do we have aliens? Are we having flying saucers? What what are we not having flying saucers? What is it that's in the earth that is that that is so or in the hollowed earth, I should say, that people are believing or not believing it, it, it fuck it's shit. this whole topic is insane this topic goes on for for days and days and days if i actually wrote down every single bit of information from every fucking website that i found it, it's nuts richard sharp shaver claimed that a super prehistoric race had built a honeycomb of caves in the earth and that their degenerate descendants known as darrow 
live there still using the fantastic machines abandoned by the ancient races ancient races to torment those of us living on the surface. As one characteristic of this torment, Shaver described voices that purposely come from no explainable source. Let me read that one more time. Let, let, me, let me read that time. Richard Sharp Shaver claimed that a super prehistoric race had built a honeycomb of caves in the earth and, their, and that their degenerate descendants known as Dero, Zero, but with the D as in dog, live there still using the fantastic machines abandoned by the ancient races to torment those of us living on the surface. So with that statement, I have two questions. Number one, if that was a superior race, a superior prehistoric race, then how would their degenerate descendants be able to eliminate the superior prehistoric race? You know, if they're degenerate, then that means that they're not very good and they're just kind of, you know, <laughs> they're just kind of all fucked up, to, you know, to to say it mildly. I mean, I can't, you know, I'm not going to use, go into detail on that, but de degenerate isn't a positive word. Degenerate is a negative word. So if they're degenerate, uh, what is it called? Degenerate descendants of a superior prehistoric race, how would the degenerate population or the degenerate race get rid of the superior prehistoric race? So that right there, in my mind, it's like, dude, that's not even fucking true. But I've read before that that the center of the of the earth is filled is is built like honeycombs, like it's it's a huge beehive, pretty much down down in the center of the earth, in the core of the earth. Well, it's not really a core if it's hollowed out, right? We don't have a core, but in the center of the earth, that it is it is all built up with with honeycombs. I've read that before, and I've also read that they each individual, like a beehive, have lived inside of each one of those little holes in the honeycomb, you know, combining to make the community and population that, that thrive down in the core of the earth or the hollow earth, sorry, not, not, not the core, but the hollow of the earth. If the machines are so advanced, what, I mean, it's, it, it, it's just hard for me to, to understand and, and grab a hold that there are actually motherfuckers in the core, in the hollow earth right now fucking with us. When, when he said that there are voices that's coming from inexplainable from inexplainable sources my first thought is the, 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 what kind of mental illness did he have what were, and if there was no men, mental illness was he drunk all the time was he using a bunch of booze or 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 how or where were the locations of these inexplainable voices and of course you're always going to have the fan club saying oh shit man so have i i've heard that shit too and you know it, it, it it's weird because there's there's so many questions but there's not enough answers. There's never going to be enough answers. You're only going to have the answers of the individual who's claiming, you know, this, this, that this shit is, is happening. Let's, let's keep on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Hollow earth proponents have claimed a number of different locations for the entrances, entrances, which lead inside the earth. Other than the North and South poles, entrances, entrances and locations, which have been, have been cited include Paris, Staffordshire in England, Montreal, Canada, Hang Chow, China, and the Amazon rainforest. Hey Lee, yeah, since you're out there in England, man, you should go look up. You should go look the look for the the entrance for the hollowed earth. It's in Staffordshire, England. I don't know exactly how far you are from Staffordshire, but whatever you find, I need video. <laughs> uh, Montreal, Canada. Hey, I have a, another listener out there. Oh no, she's in Toronto. I don't know how close there is from Canada is uh, if, uh, from Toronto to Montreal. But if you're out on a stroll and you're close to Montreal, Sarah, check if there's a, a, a an entrance for the for the hollowed earth there in, in Montreal. <laughs> Be careful, though. I don't want you to slip and fall. 
if 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 these interests if these entrances have been identified why haven't we found or sent any expeditions or any explorers to go find the center of go, go find out exactly what's going on in the hollowed earth you know very well there's there's always I don't care what the situation is. There is always, there always will be a group of individuals crazy enough to start their own expedition with with two Pez dispensers, a keychain flashlight, short shorts, some hiking boots, some ankle socks, a half top, and a backpack with three granola bars in there and a half a bottle of water. A half, a half a bottle of water. And these motherfuckers will go and explore every deep dark depths of a fucking cave or wherever they need to go just because of the rush and and uh, and the excitement that they get from it so i need to find a report and i looked I, I looked it up i looked up for any 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 evidence i looked up for any definition or defin, definitive successful exploration and i can't find any in modern times there was there was a few back you know back in the old days back in the in the good old days but none currently that I have found. But if you have information on that, send it to me. Send me. Send it to me on my email, graveyardgrumbler at mail.com. I'm I'm always interested in, in looking and reading more. I'll do a follow up video or follow up a follow up uh, uh, episode if I can find more more information on this. So let's continue. Is there is it okay? I, I'm sure by now. I mean, me personally, when I started doing this, I was like, all right, fuck it. Is there is there an actual hollowed earth? Because now I'm curious. You're making it seem to me that there is some sort of hollowed earth and that you have inexplainable evidence or indisputable ev- evidence showing that there's no center, that we don't have a core, that it's just a hollowed earth. Let's, 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 let's learn. It is alleged that Adolf Hitler was influenced by concave hollow earth ideas and set an, sent an expedition in an... In uns- <laughs> Jesus, fuck. It is alleged that Adolf Hitler was influenced by concave hollow earth ideas and sent an expedition in an unsuccessful attempt to spy on the British fleet by pointing infrared cameras up at the sky. So a lot of people, I'm not sure if you know this, but the Nazis were involved in a bunch of crazy different experiments. They, they, they were involved in so many different things that I might actually do a few episodes on the crazy shit that they, that they were involved in. One being Nazis and, uh, and, and Antarctica. For those of you who aren't familiar with the, why Antarctica is such a hotspot, a lot there, there's a theory or, or a con, there's a conspiracy or a theory, conspiracy theory, that Antarctica is behind the ice walls. There are there, there's a whole thriving prehistoric land and untouched environment that nobody can get to. That it's heavily protected by by several different government officials or government uh, agencies not just America. It is, I mean, if you, if you look it up, you know, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save all that because I might actually do an episode on the Antarctic and and the conspiracy theory behind that. But uh, when uh, Adolf Hitler was like, yo, I think we should figure out what the fuck the Brits are doing because the Brits are always advancing shit. So I'm going to find out what they're going to do. I mean, not only do they make great tea and have awesome biscuits, but I'm going to fucking find out the shit that they learned because I need to know. But apparently he failed like he did in everything else. So fuck that fool. The Egyptian mathematician Mustafa Abdel <laughs> Kadar wrote several scholarly, scholarly papers working out detailed mapping of the concave Earth model. So now you have somebody who's actually, you know, mathematician. And for those of you who, who aren't familiar like me, I wasn't familiar with this, but I didn't realize that physics and mathematicians actually have pretty accurate formulas and and 
ways to find out if things are true just by measuring them with formulas and all this other stuff. It, I, ne I never, never, I never, I never knew that until like literally a few years ago. So when when phys when physicists and and uh, mathematicians started getting involved in this shit, you know, shit just got real. So maybe there is a maybe there is a hollow core or a hollow. <laughs> maybe there is a hollow Earth. No one knows. Gachillian experiment in 1735, Pierre Bourgeois and Charles Marie de la Candamine charted an expedition from France to the Chimborazo volcano in Ecuador. All right, so. So these two guys are like, fuck it, we're just going to figure it out and we're going to make sure that, that what they're saying is, is legit. So we're going to make this happen and prove once and for all that it's either real or fake. Let's figure it out right now. So in 1735, 1735, goddamn, they didn't even have a lot of advanced shit like, like they have now. They literally went, went there in, in wigs. They literally went there in wigs, a fancy suit, some uh, dress shoes and said, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> Let me see. Arriving and climbing the volcano in 1738, they conducted a vertical deflection experiment at two different altitudes to determine how local mass anomalies affected gravitational pull. Gravity has a lot to do with a lot of ways things form, things build out, things happen. So by measuring gravity and measuring on several different angles and several different uh, altitudes, there, there's a way to find density and all this other stuff. I mean, I'm not, I, again, I'm not that advanced in this type of learning and reading <laughs> as far as what they're talking about. But again, I have a little bit of information and insight on what they did because I did a shitload of reading to try to figure out exactly what they were talking about because I was confused. My, 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 my head, my head was like a pretzel, you know? So in a paper Bourgeois wrote a little over 10 years later, Bourgeois commented that his results had, a, had at least falsified the hollow earth theory. How, how much accuracy or how, how much can we actually prove that one man who nobody, you know, one, well, two men actually, but one man who states that there's no hollow earth, can that be the gospel? Can that be 100% agreed on? Or is it that he decided that what he said is, you know, that's his own opinion and his own discoveries. Or was it true? Is there no hollowed? Is there no hollowed Earth? Huh. Um, I don't know. Let, let's keep going. In 1772, Neville Maskelyne, Neville Maskelyne proposed to repeat the same experiment to the Royal Society. Within the same year, the Committee of Attraction was formed, and they sent Charles Mason to find the perfect candidate for the vertical deflection experiment. Mason found the Sch the Scahillian Sch Mountain where the experiment took place and not only supported earlier Chimborazo experiment, but yielded far greater results. So uh, Mr. Mason here said, you know, I'll do it. Let's go. I'll go redo the experiment so we can once and, once and for all find out exactly what is the deal. Did, did they get it wrong? Did they fuck up or what's going to happen? So when he went and reconducted the, the, the experiment, not only did he confirm what... what uh, what uh, Bourgeois said, he also found further evidence stating that there is no hollowed earth, which makes sense. There's no way that there could be a hollowed earth. But hey, let's continue. The picture of the structure of the earth that has been arrived at through the study of seismic waves is, is quite different from a fully hollow earth. The time it takes for seismic waves to travel through and around the earth directly contradicts a fully hollow sphere. So just by the measurement of seismic seismic activity, when you know, and uh, for seismic, it's like it's like earthquakes and volcano eruptions where it shakes and rumbles the earth. 
technology now is able to monitor that and determine how deep, far, what it bounces off and exactly where it goes and stops. Why? Because of our technology shoved into the earth to help predict how long or when or how what size does it need for our earth to be completely fucked up and broken off into several different pieces of island you know it, it just it, it, the technology nowadays is, is quite it's, it's pretty fucking amazing if you ask me i mean not that you're asking but i'm going to tell you anyway it, it it's it's really difficult to argue with the science now but yet people are still arguing science when it comes to several different things and it just blows my mind it makes it doesn't make any sense at all how you can argue legitimate scientific experiments and and measurements it's crazy the evidence the evidence indicates the earth is mostly filled with solid rock liquid nickel iron alloy and solid nickel iron yeah, it makes sense because of all the molten lava, all the rock heated up and, and expanded, the gravity holding it and pulling it together. There, you know, hard, difficult shit, there, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. And on top of that, I mean, you, people, when, when I first started reading this, I'm like, well, why don't you just get a drilling rig, pop it into the bottom of the, uh, into the middle of the earth and just drill, drill down for oil to see as far as you can go. Yeah, you know, when you when people when uh, companies drill for oil they don't go directly down they go directional so they can go left right they can go you know different ways to find pockets of oil so they can dig they can drill a four mile hole but it's not four miles straight down or ten miles straight down it's four or five six miles left to right front back you know wherever it goes for whatever direction that's why it's called directional drilling to try to find the pockets of oil so yeah I mean it's possible but you're also gonna hit bunch of pockets of gas that can fuck the rigs up so it's kind of difficult to exactly uh, you know you know uh, just uh, what is it called uh uh pop a, a a hole and drill straight down to the earth it's not as easy as it sounds there's a lot of factors that you have to take take into consideration another set of scientific arguments against a hollow earth or any hollow planet comes from gravity Massive objects tend to clump together gravitationally, creating non-hollow spherical objects such as stars and planets. Yeah, I'm not. There's not. There's nothing more to say. I just. I just said. I just. I just finished saying that, and then the research that I did just solidified it. Let me read that again. Another set of scientific arguments against a hollow Earth or any hollow planet comes from gravity. Massive objects tend to clump together gravitationally, creating non-hollow spherical objects such as stars and planets boom mic drop no not mic drop mics are expensive the solid spheroid is the best way in which to minimize the gravitational potential energy of a rating physical object having hollowness is unfavorable in the in energetic sense without a solid foundation we wouldn't be able to hold the energy that we have now i mean if, if if it was hollowed out, it just would completely get fucked up with the amount of, of energy stored and, and released in the earth daily. I mean, there's so much energy released, taken in by the earth and, and released. It's just not possible for us to be hollowed out. It's just crazy. In addition, ordinary matter is not strong enough to support a hollow shape of planetary size against the true against the force of gravity a planet-sized hollow shell with the known observed thickness of the earth crust would not be able to achieve hydrostatic equilibrium with its own mass and would collapse without a solid core without a solid middle we would just collapse there, there there's no way that a hollowed earth would be able to withstand the gravitational pull number one 
the the amount of energy stored with volcanoes and other you know earthquakes and everything like that it would just collapse there there would be no it's like trying to it's trying to trying to bake a cake without any center all you have is just the outside of the cake as soon as you try to put something on top of it it's all going to collapse it's the same theory it's the same it's the same uh, result you you can't have especially something with with the mass of our no just the earth without mankind the the outside if if humankind if, if humanity didn't live on Earth, I would say that there is a possibility for it being an actual hollowed having a hollowed center. But because of the amount of weight that with 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 humanity with with uh, Earthlings living on there with all of our cars all of our buildings everything added, there wouldn't be able to uh, to sustain and support so much weight and we would just sink in and just fucking collapse and and it would be done. So there's no way. It just, I mean, science proves it. Science wins nine times out of nine. You know what I mean? I didn't say 10 out of 10 because I like odd numbers. So that's why I didn't say 10 out of 10. Graveyard Grumbler's final rap. The the legitimacy of being a hollowed earth like in Kong is not realistic. You cannot have a hollowed earth because we would collapse. There'd be no fucking way that, that a hollowed earth would be able to be in existence. There's no way. Not with the gravitational pull, not with everything that happens that's holding. I mean, gravity number one. I mean, the 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 information said earlier that the gravity pulls and forms solid. So when we were created, when Earth was created, it, we came from a little, you know, the Big Bang Theory and all that other crap. And for those of you who don't understand or not, I shouldn't say understand, but for those of you who don't know what the Big Bang Theory is, just, read, you know, do, do a little information reading on it and to get an idea. But we were formed and built from the gravity and our special gravitational force and our and our whole little universe and and everything that you know that that we're in our galaxy was perfectly formed to where clumps of of things <laughs> were held together in order to form a solid stable planet without that just with the earthquakes alone we would have cracked like an egg and that shit would have we, we would have just collapsed it, it would have been no 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 deal it would have been completely fucked up for everything too the hollow earth theory to me is not something that's that's real you 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 can't hold on to so here's my experiment so with grab grab some grab, grab an air ball or a ball that has some air in it take the air out and that's what would happen or if you step on the ball or put something heavy on that ball with air it's gonna pop and collapse 100 right now get a baseball or a softball and do the same thing because that I mean that actually has some sort of a of a hall of a cord solid center, and that's going to be a lot more difficult to to crush and 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 destroy. Right? It's the same theory as what's going on with our Earth right now. So it, the part of the movie again, spoiler alert, the spoiler alert. The the movie Godzilla versus Kong was I mean it was it was decent. It it, it was I I didn't enjoy the ending. The ending was kind of shitty and lame. But the part that really got me was the hollowed earth throw in there that they did with, with, with in the movie. It's just not realistic. It's not something that's believable. But hey, that's just my opinion. That's me. I thank you everyone for listening to the episode. <laughs> Again, I apologize for the way that my voice sounds. I am congested and I was listening to, I was listening back on it and god damn. Yeah, I sound pretty stuffy. So thank you for bearing with me. I'll save you some ears and I'm just going to end the episode here. So as always, good morning, good day, good night, goodbye. This is the end, this is the end, this is the end. Beautiful friend. Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. Grumbler.